Hello, Podlers. Thank you ever so much for downloading. Coming up, I set one of my listeners a bit of a challenge. Tom, look, we're going to go and check in on you at the end of March. We want to find out what you've crocheted for us. So, you know, you, you put it in the basket. You've paid for it. Let's use it, Tom. Let's make you the crocheter of the year 2021. Are you up to the challenge, Thomas? I will give it a go. Okay, we'll speak to you end of March. Get down to work. Good luck, Tom. Enjoy the show. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Well, hello there. Hey, welcome along. <laughs> <Dynamo>. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi, Matt. Hi, Glenn. Hello. Hi, Dave. Hi, guys. Howdy, Just partner. Just something out, you know. Howdy. Okay. Um... <laughs> So, um, just during the last few songs there, uh, Emma was telling us about her neighbour who comes out. Uh, Emma, am I allowed to say this on air? I don't want you to have a fallout with the neighbours end up being nightmare neighbours from hell or whatever, but the person yeah, no, comes out and, and turns their car over. Is this just because of the cold weather and concern about it not starting when it's needed, or is this a regular occurrence from the neighbour? It's a daily occurrence, but I think it's <gasps> even more... Um kind of vigorous now that it's uh, <laughs> freezing cold and, and snowing. Yeah, it's very loud. I'm sorry about that. No, not at all. I mean, it's just so oh, early wow. in the morning for him to be doing it. I mean, my goodness. Yeah, um, it happens what, at it, all hours, which is car? great when you've got a job where you need to be on microphone, you know, it's just perfect. <laughs> mm. um, is, is it an old car? Is it like a classic car? Is it? What, yeah, what it's, is it? um, it's uh, like an old Mercedes. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So, what's in the craft is a classic. Oh, so it's not, and what colour is it? Just, what's what? the number plate? Let's track him down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, talking of cars, I, um, I'm on Leona Graham's Rock and Road podcast oh, this yeah. week. Um, and when Leona asked me to do it, I said, well, there's two things you need to know. Um, I hate driving and I'm not a massive fan of rock. Uh, but she said, no, 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 that's fine. <laughs> okay. You, you come on, uh, you know, you can pretend that you love driving whilst listening to ACDC. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll give it my best shot. Uh, well, what a lovely honour it was to be on Leona's Rock and Road podcast. She reviews a car at the beginning of each episode. Matt, I know you're a huge fan. I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, so were you involved in the car review? Did you go out for a drive with her? Did she take you out in her no, Porsche? No, social distancing. No, I'm not allowed in Leona's Porsche. Does he own own a Porsche? She was reviewing a, 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 a eco-friendly um, supercar, yeah. And uh, what was really nice about talking about driving was whilst I'm not a massive fan of it, she understood that's because I'm a, I'm a city schnaff, I'm a city dweller, whereas she grew up in the countryside like my wife. And we were talking about that idea of the how romantic that lovely thing in America is where, you know, the teens get their first cars and they drive hundreds of miles and it's that big passport to freedom. And, you know, I was kind of talking about that and she was like, what was your first car? And I went, oh, well, talking about those big American ideas, I was like, uh, a, a, a blue Escort 1.4 LX. And so the American dream <laughs> lives large uh, on, on the Rock and Roll podcast <laughs> this week. Right, coming up next, well, I've got your chance once again to win yourself a mug. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. Welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show here on Absolute Radio, where I was only joking in the last talky bit. Of course I love cars and rock. 
Who doesn't? I also love giving away <laughs> black ceramic objects that can hold liquid, which is why we have a breakfast show mug. And in order to win one, well, you need to cast your mind back to yesterday's show and a very specific moment where Matt Dyson gave us his favourite alternate swear word to use when the kids are in earshot. I often find that flocky-nocky nihilification also works with one of the longest <laughs> words in the English dictionary. That went on for ages. <laughs> Can we have it one more time, please, Matt? Flocky-nocky nihilipilification. <laughs> It really gets the anger um, out of your system. And to borrow from yesterday's Dave Berry, Matt, can we get that one more time, please? Oh, flocky-nocky nigh-hilly-pillification. Today's Dave. Is often cited as the longest non-technical word in the English language. But which politician once used the phrase in the House of Commons back in 2012? If you know the answer to that, well, you could be winning yourself a mug. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Wednesday morning, where, as promised, it is time now on The Breakfast Show to give away yet another mug. As soon as we're allowed to return to those studios, we're going to box them up and we're going to send them out. And joining us right now on line one is Emma. Good morning, Emma. Good morning, Dave and the team. How are you? Very well, thank you. Great having you on the show. Uh, Yesterday, we dedicated some of the show to the alternate swear words that some of us uh, are going to be using because A, we want to become better people and B, a lot of us are locked down with our kids. So it's just the right thing to do. If you can kind of change those naughty words, uh, it's all for the best. And and Emma, have you had to do that? Is that something that's had to happen Um, to you? My son, who's now 23, when he was five, um, invented his own. Um, we were on holiday in Ireland and he got incredibly fed up and, and frustrated with me and his father and his grandparents and he just turned around and in, in a fit of rage called us Sniggling Pinkins. And that has, um, that, that has stayed as a family insult ever since. I mean, as I say, he's 23 now. <laughs> you know what, we're gonna, what I'm going to try and do is, uh, what would have been, I'm going to play this again out later in the show, but I'm going to beep what your son said, so he's going to sound like a terrible human being. Right, anyway, so uh, one of Matt's made-up swear words that he uses in front of the kids is Matt Dyson. Oh, flocky-nocky-nigh-hilly-pillification. Fucky knocky high filly fedification. Uh, now, it is often cited as the longest non-technical word in the English language, but which politician once used the phrase in the House of Commons back in 2012? Oh, God, I didn't know any of them had a sense of humour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very wordy, and the only wordsmith I know is Jacob Rees-Mogg, but I don't know whether he was in Parliament in 2012, but... Um, he'd be one of my guesses, I suppose. Jacob Rees-Mogg. He's behind you. Sorry, such a villain. I can't help say that. And uh, yeah, he used it on the 21st of February 2012. Congratulations, Emma. You've won yourself thank a mug. You. Send our regards to your son and to the family and stay safe. And thanks for tuning I will. in. He's standing in front of me, actually, looking very good. Your son's next to you right now. Yeah. Put him on the phone. Hang on one moment. Hello. Hello, mate. It's Dave. What's your name? I'm Sam. Sam, great having you on the show. So, Sam, your mum was just telling us about a swear word you created when you were five, but still used in the in the family today. Would you like to uh, give it give give it the national breakfast show treatment? Yell it, yell it hot, loud and clear. Go for it, Sam. Sniggling pinkin. 
Oh, feels good oh, yes. to get that off the chest, doesn't it? Oh, it's going to be a good Wednesday. Uh, Sam, nice talking to you, man. Stay safe. Love to the family. Speak soon. Well, thank you very much. Take care. Uh, so there we go. Yes, Jacob Rees-Mogg. He's behind you. Um, the word is an act or habit of describing or regarding something as unimportant or having no value mm. or being worthless and was originally coined at Eton College. He's behind you. Of course it was. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where real music matters as does keeping you abreast of things that may have passed you by because they are deep, deep down in social media, which is why Matt Dyson's been digging around, as always, to bring you the social ammo. Matt, what's going on out there? Yeah, I never dig too deep. I never get down to the dark web, don't worry, but I do I do <laughs> dig. I do a lot of digging. <laughs> Matt's bought uh, an Uzi accidentally. <laughs> yeah. He clicked the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, a lot of people um, are learning a new language during this lockdown, uh, and there's a video highlighted by uh, someone called Kirsty on Twitter. It's of a, of a TikTok which was uh, uh, highlighting how a lot of words in French sound the same. Uh, here it is, right? We hear uh, all different words that sound the same via Google Translate and then they make one epic sentence at the end, <laughs> which is quite a, a, a sight to behold for your ears. Uh, it's quite a sound to behold for your ears. Here it is. Hold on. Attends. And don't so much don't time don't horse fly don't ten don't wait your aunt is spending so much of your time you have so many horse flies in the tent Attends, attends, don't, 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 Flies or tents or coffee, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, then, of course, it is time for the 80s mashup of the week. Uh, this every time Deco makes a new one, this new band Deco, uh, I get inundated with people suggesting it for social ammo. So, this this is this week's edition. Uh, it is uh, a ballad and versus a banger, uh, Angels by Robbie Williams. If it was released in the 80s, it's basically a mashup with Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds by the new band Deco. Here it is. That fits amazingly oh, well. Yeah, it's really it does, weird. It? They never cease to amaze me with their, I, their I mashups. I want to renew my vows just so I can hire Deco as the wedding. It's so good. I want them to do all the hits you bought us on Social Ammo, Matt. It, 
It's yeah. so good that I don't I don't like it. It makes me feel really uneasy because I'm like, what is this dark magic you're pulling on yeah. us? Yeah, how are they doing this? What have you yeah. done? <laughs> I mean, it's amazing, but so far... I haven't heard any of their original work, I'm ashamed to say. All I know is their mashups. I want to, I want to listen to some of their actual work. They do have actual work out there to listen to, but it seems their mashups are what everyone's digging at the moment. But uh, unless yeah. you listen uh, to their, like, unless you listen to like their original songs, and suddenly you're like, hang on a second, this is just back and black mixed with Long and Winding Road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they can't live in their own yesterday, aren't they? They believe they live in a world where no one's heard of Robbie Williams are. or the Beatles. <laughs> And that's what they're doing. And long may they get away with it. You'll be talking about it later, and I've saved your data. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where it is time for the triumphant return of the blockbuster video board game. My brother and sister in law the king and queen of sheffield kindly bought me uh, the blockbuster video board game for christmas uh, because of course this breakfast show is now intrinsically linked and will always be associated with the nearly defunct video rental store um so there's a round in that game called head to head where basically i pull out a card and on it it says something like i don't know name a movie that features a baseball stadium so we'll start with matt then we'll move to emma and then glenn and we have to keep on going round until one of the team cannot name a movie featuring a baseball stadium that person will that person will get a point and at the end of well i don't know maybe the year at the end of the month we'll totally up and whoever is the highest scorer is the loser team are you ready yes yeah yes matt dyson starting with you oh no say when by the way i'll flick the cards here we go when Oh, I've got to wait till I got the end there. Okay. Matt Dyson, movies with the word and in the title. Go. (sighs) Dumb and Dumber. Emma. Romeo and Juliet. Oh, nice. Glenn. Uh, Rita Sue and Bob (laughs) 2. Nice. Why does that always get mentioned on this show? It always (laughs) comes up. It's It's Uh, a Matt film. Uh, Mac and me. Uh, Lilo and Stitch. Uh, me, myself, and Irene. Oh, I was going to say that. Oh my god, yeah, that's a really good one. Um, oh, um, it's those two. It's uh, what the two, the two, the two criminals on the road. Uh, the two. Oh no, it's a uh, butch, butch and Sun, butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh, sorry, oh. I took me ages to get to. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> okay, Ooh. Emma. Um, Beauty and the Beast. Of course. Uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. I wondered when we would open the <laughs> treasure chest. Matt Dyson, over to oh, you. Oh, yeah, of course. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Or can we not do that? Why? No, surely not. Otherwise, we're no, sorted Harry to the Potter. next day. I'm, I'm allowing it. I'm, honestly, what? I'm allowing it. Oh, what? <laughs> Harry Potter wow. and the Chamber of Secrets. Okay, Glenn. Uh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Matt. Um, well, <laughs> Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Have we done that? That's the one I said. That's yeah. the one I said. That's the first oh, one. You're out. Bam. You're out. Bam. And if the Sorcerer's Stone. Us... Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. No, that's the same film, film, but for American audiences, Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a different title. Glenn's different, right. Different territory. You are out. <laughs> 
Um, if you're just <laughs> joining us, by the way, I'm making the team name Harry Potter movies. Whoever can't will have, unfortunately, uh, to be uh, killed. Uh, Matt Dyson, it's been really nice knowing you over the years. <laughs> um, <laughs> <thank> you. <laughs> uh, so that is one point for Matt Dyson. So he is, uh, he, well, he's losing at the moment. And up next, we're going to have another round. I hope you're playing along where you are. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Dave Berry's 100 Collection. Good morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where during the first lockdown, I did a Zoom chat with the mod father, Paul Weller. And I asked him, because of his sartorial elegance, that one of the things he must be missing is going to the shops and buying himself a new, I don't know, cravat or mod target badge. I imagine that's the kind of stuff Paul Weller buys. And he said, you know what, Dave? I'm not missing it one little bit. And then he said the following words, the man is a poet, he's a philosopher, we know that. He said, I've got enough stuff. And that became my mantra. I started with the wardrobe, I cleared it out, I took it to the charity shop before the second lockdown, and then I looked at my massive music collection and I said it needs a whittling down. And I thought, well don't just do this in the privacy of your own home, you buffoon. Take it to the listenership. They know this is where real music matters and you host a breakfast show for heaven's sake. And then Sarah Jane said, David, why are you yelling at yourself? What are you saying, you, <laughs> you mad man? And I said, sorry, I've got this thing about Paul Weller and records. So anyway, we set about creating the 100 collection, 100 of the greatest albums ever made. You were, well, you were so passionate, so informed, so perfect to help me select those albums. Some fell by the wayside, the arguments will go on forever. But using the hashtag The 100 Collection, we did it. And then our friends with DIY Benefits Wix got in touch. And with the support of Banquet Records, they know what they're doing, we are going to give you a chance to win the entire collection. So effectively, we are going against what Paul Weller said, because you're going to have even more stuff. 100 of the greatest albums ever made. And if you don't believe me, just listen to the 10 we selected from the 1990s. This album was originally entitled Soft Porn, Sport and Magic Arrows. It turned out to be Blur and Park Life. first hip-hop album to receive a Grammy for Album of the Year. An absolute gem is Lauren Hill and the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Fresh from the founders of Bristol's trip-hop sounds, Massive Attack and Blue Lines is in the 10. Probably one of the only bands in the world to be kicked out of their own album release party. We knew we'd get some growl in there somewhere. It had to be in the 100 collection, Nirvana and Nevermind. Much of this brilliant album was written whilst Noel Gallagher was working for a company subtracted to British Gas after he injured his foot with a heavy gas valve. What did we get? We got Oasis. And definitely maybe. No list. 
of 100 greatest albums of all time that's in my collection would be complete without the Modfather, and I opted for Paul Weller and an album that means so much to me personally, Stanley Road is in there. It's a sublime mix of acid house, psychedelia, dub, funk, old school rock and roll. It's the album that scooped the inaugural Mercury Music Prize and helped forge the reputation of Alan McGee's Creation Records. It's the troublesome but brilliant Primal Scream and Screamadelica. Effectively, this album is in there because the 90s was in many ways all about Britpop and I think that this album defined Britpop, its pulp and different class. We now move on to the first album produced by the band themselves and practically recorded live. Plus, when I got to see them perform songs from this at Glastonbury in 1997, it shaped one of my fondest ever memories. We couldn't do this without Radiohead and OK Computer. Originally slated to be a solo album by the super talented Richard Ashcroft, I think this means so much to so many. It is the Verve and Urban Hymns, the final album in the Ten Greatest. So there we go. You can win the entire 100 collection, all thanks to Wix. Just head to absoluteradio.co.uk right now. Click on the 100 collection banner for all the details and how you can enter. Good luck. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Five words. Five grand. Absolute Radio. It's your Wednesday morning and it is time for another round of Five Words, Five Grand. Radio's easiest game to play, but the hardest one to win. Undeterred by our strapline and on line one is Connor. Good morning, Connor. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Very good, thank you. Nice having you on. So, you apply to play. You want to win the £5,000. Do you play along in the morning to the show? Do you play in the Absolute Radio app with the little gang we've got in there? And how do you do? Are you, are you a champion in your own world? I'm not, mate. I'm useless. I play in the morning. I listen along and try and try and give it my best shot, mate. But I'm absolutely useless. So <laughs> I've got very high expectations here. <laughs> okay. Well, as they say, admitting you've got a problem is the first step, Connor. So that's a good thing for you, man. Um, is there a team member who maybe pushes it over the two to three to three to four line for you? Is are you better matched with Matt or Emma or Glenn? Um, I've been better matched with Matt, but I'm not. I'm not too fussed, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm useless spin. as well, so that's good. I think the two negatives <laughs> might make it a plus. <laughs> Let's spin the random player generator and see who you've got. Five words, five grand. Player generator. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Moore. Free choice. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Dyson. Two minuses are going to make a plus. You have been matched with Matt Dyson. Connor, your instant live reaction to that piece of news? Oh, it's brilliant. It's wonderful news. Wonderful news. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you, Connor. Yeah, good luck yourself. 
Okay, Matt, uh, I'm going to have to break up the bromance of the year and ask you to leave the room if you wouldn't be, if you'd be so kind. Thank you very much. Okay, Connor, it is you and me, and this is what's going to go down. I want to give you five words. You say the first word that comes to mind. We'll then get Matt Dyson back in the room and give him the same five words. And if all five words match, you're going to win £5,000. The words have just been sent to me by the High Priest Womble producer, Mark. Let me open the document. Here we go. Your first word this morning is spare. S-P-A-R-E. Spare. Spare. Spare time. Time. Okay. Your next word is hotel. Room. Dream. Dream. Works. Detective. Inspector. And finally, Connor, your final word this morning is history. Making. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Connor, we've got your five words. Well done, my friend. Stay right there. Matt Dyson is back in play. It's coming next. Five words. Five grand. Absolutely. It's your Wednesday morning. Welcome along to this, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, where we're currently playing a game of five words, five grand. Connor, who in his own words, I was just talking with him off air there, is freezing. He's working outside in these snowy conditions. Connor, let's try and warm the cockles of your heart. If we can get you £5,000, I give you permission to take the rest of the day off. How are you feeling, Connor? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. <laughs> Would be lovely. Please note, Daybreak doesn't have the authority to give anyone the rest of the day off. Uh, OK, Matt Dyson is back in the room, and it is time to give you your five words. Good luck, gentlemen. Here we go. Matt Dyson, the first word that comes to mind when I say spare... A lot of options. Um, um, tire. Oh, oh he's gone for as well. It's not right though, unfortunately. Connor went for spare time. <laughs> spare ribs. Oh, yeah, no, spare. Spare, yeah, spare time. Sorry, Connor, you've oh, not won no. the, the money this morning. One. I'm really Go sorry on. about that. Let's go through the others though. Let's see how you were done. So we've got hotel, okay. uh, room. Correct. Yes. Dream. Um, team. <laughs> works. Oh, dream works. Detective. Uh, um, inspector. Yes. Correct. Yes. Wow. And history. DI. History channel. Ah. History making. So it's <laughs> two out of five this morning. Connor, uh, stay warm, stay safe. We'll speak to you very soon. Thank you for tuning in to the show, mate. We'll speak to you later. Thanks, Scott. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Cheers, Connor. So Sorry, there we Connor. go. Two out of five this morning, which means we will be playing five words, five grand again tomorrow. If you'd like to have a stab at it, well, then let me know. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Five words, five grand. Absolute Radio. 
The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Wednesday morning and you're listening to The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. And when you couple those two things together, it can mean only one thing. Yes, it is time to hand in the cool badge. Have you or someone you know done something so uncool that that badge that you wear, metaphorically speaking, that made you cool, now has to be removed and sent in to me? Well, I want all of the details and I want them now. It's davidabsoluteradio.co.uk. And I'm about to cast all kinds of aspersions against so many of my colleagues. I'm going to drag Andy Bush and Emma Jones in together here and take their badges because, Emma, I've seen from your Twitter that you are making a guest appearance on Andy Bush's Board Game Thing podcast. And when I said this to you, and I don't think that's uncool in itself, I honestly don't. You should download Bush's podcast. It's very good. All of his work is, let's face facts. And you've been on it, Emma, I think is only a great thing, only could be a good thing. But when I said to you, oh, you're doing it, you said, yeah. It's a jigsaw puzzle special. And that's why I'm taking the cool badge. <laughs> you have become the poster girl of jigsaw puzzles over this last year. How are you feeling about that, Emma? Yeah, well, I was actually a bit like, oh, what am I going to do for cool badge this week? I haven't really done anything that uncool. And then you reminded me that I am on the podcast this week uh, as the resident jigsaw expert. So, yes... I'll hand in my badge. Um, but I maintain that, that there's nothing to be ashamed of. If you're into jigsaws, then I think it's very cool. What, what are you guys talking about on there? Like, I don't know how... I mean, this is and this is me doffing my cap to both you and Bush. How do you make Jigsaw Puzzles podcast worthy? What, what angle have you gone down? Well, I did wonder that when they invited me on. But, um, yeah, I mean, they really kind of just go into detail about my technique and... Uh, how I can uh, help them get into puzzling, extreme puzzling, um, you know, the kind of benefits that it has, the, the mindfulness, the concentration, What's the, the sense of achievement. Element? There's so much to talk Emma's about. Emma's trying to make it sound cool, which is also another, uh, which is another <laughs> cool badge moment. You can't just chuck the word extreme in front of <laughs> It's extreme puzzling if you're kind of at the same time, I don't know, paragliding over the shard. That's extreme puzzling. But what what does extreme puzzling mean, Em? Well, as far as I'm concerned, that's like if you go above a thousand pieces, like that's pretty extreme. Okay, that yeah, fair enough. That is extreme. What's the most amount of pieces you've done? How extreme have you gone? I did. Well, I talk about this on the podcast. Um, I did a, a 2000 piece in lockdown one and it honestly nearly ended me. <laughs> what, what what was it of? It was of um it was of Noah's Ark. Oh yes, I remember Infamous uh, Noah's Ark, which I still get trolled about because I didn't start with the edges, I started in the middle. What is that part of your techers? Do you start in the middle? No, it's not normally. Look, I'm sick of explaining this. You're just gonna have to listen to the podcast, okay? <laughs> Okay, I will take the badge and I will urge you all to download Andy Bush's board game thing starring our very own Emma Jones. Uh, also, well, I urge you to hand in the cool badge. It's davidabsoluteradio.co.uk. There's more coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on your Wednesday, which means it is time to hand in the cool badge. Have you or someone you know done something seriously uncool? Did that moment hit you right between the eyes where you thought, even reluctantly... I kind of need to unpin my badge and send it in today. Well, send it to Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk, which is exactly what Alan has done. Good morning, Alan. 
Morning, Dave. Morning, team. How are we all today? Morning. Very good. Thanks for asking. Al, it's great having you on the show. So, um, well, congratulations. You've got a six-month-old daughter. Yep. Uh, Paige. Paige. Lovely Paige. And there is something in many parents' lives, and it's called Little Baby Bum. And for those who don't know, this is a series of kind of short animations, um, and they kind of do nursery rhymes and other such things that your child becomes enthralled with whilst you force mushed-up food into their faces. That's how it works. And um, you're sitting with Paige, and you're watching Little Baby Bum, London Bridge is Falling Down. And this is the badge moment. What happens, Al? Uh, yeah, so like I say, I'm sat there, a bit of a distraction for Paige while I'm doing um, some bits that, that I need to do with work or whatever else. Um, and then I kind of look up as, as London Bridge is falling down, coming on. Not bothered by uh, a monster stomping on the bridge. Not bothered by <laughs> a pig flying around in a Superman outfit about <laughs> to save the bridge from destruction. Um, but what, what gets me is I can see the Houses of Parliament in the background of the picture. And uh, as, as every good Londoner knows, um, London Bridge is nowhere near the Houses of Parliament. Uh, and what the bridge, the, the bridge is actually being destroyed is Westminster Bridge. And this just <laughs> completely upsets me. Um, and just, I, I don't want my daughter watching factually incorrect information about London and maybe arriving, <laughs> arriving by train at London Bridge one day and turning around to me and saying, Daddy, where, where's the Houses of Parliament? Uh, like, well, I've got to tell her that a nursery rhyme lied to her. <laughs> you said, why am I letting my only child watch this stuff if they're going to make silly mistakes? They're the words you used in your message to us, yeah. Alan. Silly exactly. mistakes. <laughs> um, Alan, that is a cool badge moment, but in all fairness and transparency, one I totally agree with, so I will take the badge. Uh, now, before we let you go, um, here's a little thing. A peek behind the curtain for everybody listening. Uh, I'm privy uh, to uh, when callers come on, and we love it when you guys come on. I'm privy to you talking with the high priest one will produce a mark before we bring you on air so mark gives you a call he'll say hey alan it's mark from dave berry's breakfast show we love your cool badge story dave would like to have you on air and that's how it kind of the process how it works and the song ends or the ads finish and, and we get you on um and well you did something that strikes fear into the hearts of anyone who works in media uh he said uh, hey alan it's mark from dave's breakfast show and you went <clears throat> I know you, Mark. And Mark went, oh, <laughs> and you went, yeah, we went to college together. And Mark, college together. So I've got to know, what was the college era High Priest Womble producer Mark Lockett like? What, 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 what was he like, Alan? What was he like to hang out with? Um, yeah, he was a, he's a pretty decent guy. He's a good laugh. Um, I don't think he, he, he always wanted to be one of the cool guys in, in school, but, you know, so, um, and, and he, did, he did his best. Uh, he definitely handed in a few cool badges of his own, I think, over, uh, over the years. And um, how did you, um, what, I mean, how pally were you? Was he, was he someone you'd see in the common room or was he like a really close friend? Um, yeah, reasonably good mates. We used to um, you know, hang out quite a bit together and we used to, uh, to DJ a bit back in the, back in the, uh, the late 90s. <laughs> what did you DJ? What kind of DJs were you? Oh, we used to uh, we used to DJ sort of garage together, so like uh, <laughs> yes! Craig David, um, things like that. I've, I've still actually got one of his records um, here that I've been, you know, for as you do for sort of twenty odd years, been meaning to give it back. Um, what is it? Which record yeah. is it? 
Uh, it's a track called It's The Way. It's one of the best tracks going, but yeah. <laughs> is that a garage record? <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> what a warming trip down memory lane you have provided along with your cool badge. Alan, love to Paige and the wider family. Thanks for coming on the show and tuning in. We'll speak to you very soon. Thanks. Could I put, say um, hi to all my, uh, my football team, if I could? Um, of course, yeah. Alan, the, the floor is yours. Take it away, my friend. You deserve it. Go ahead. Morning uh, to everyone uh, who might be listening today who plays for Sands United, Brighton and Hove, who are a team of uh, bereaved fathers um, that play in the, uh, the Sussex Sunday Football League. So I hope you're all having a good day, guys. Oh, well, how lovely. Um, good luck to, the, to that team uh, for the rest of the season. And Alan, it's been lovely having you on the show. That was a really nice shout out and we'll speak to you very soon. Cheers, Dave. Thanks. Take care, Alan. Uh, so there we go. It is Cool Badge Day. If you want to hand one in, it's davidabsoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Wednesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where I'm giving you the opportunity to fess up. You have been uncool. You know you have. I know it's not your fault, but it just feels a lot better to hand in the cool badge. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And doing just that. Online one is Tom. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Dave. Man, great having you on the show. Um, your call badge incident, you didn't see it coming. It's never a thing that's entered your mind before. And suddenly, bam, you're in the middle aisle at Aldi and your world changes forever. What happened that fateful day, Tom? I'm there doing my weekly shop, as usual. And the middle aisle has, has distracted me. And the next thing I know, in my trolley, is a... Teach yourself the crochet set. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Wow. I mean, of all the impulse buys, surely that's right up there with the cool badge greats. So teach yourself to crochet. Uh, Tom, if you don't mind me asking, and I'm not necessarily linking crocheting with, with older people, but how old are you? I'm 33. 33. <laughs> so young. Why does it always happen to the good ones? So young. Um, so what, what have you... Have you taken it a step further, Tom? Have you? I mean, is this a filthy little secret that you keep? Do you do you go upstairs behind your partner's back and break out the crochet and have a little go? You're working on a teapot cosy. What's going on, Tom? Right now, I think it's going to go one or two ways. Either I'm going to end up, as you say, a secret crocheter, or the set's going to remain unused for a number of years. <laughs> I'll become a crocheter. I, I think if we can have the masked singer as a success on television, we can have the secret crocheter. That's <laughs> got to be a primetime ITV game show, surely. Tom, crochet is something. Look, we're all in lockdown. I'm sure you've got other stuff going on, but why not set about crocheting us something for the breakfast show and then we will, and we'll get back in touch with you in, I will give you a lot of time. We'll get back in touch with you at the end of March and we can see how you're getting on. I can do that. I was I was hoping you were going to say something like six months, but yeah, end of March. <laughs> Give it a go. Tom, look, we're going to go and check in on you at the end of March. We want to find out what you've crocheted for us. So, you know, you, you put it in the basket, you've paid for it. Let's use it, Tom. Let's make you the crocheter of the year 2021. Are you up to the challenge, Thomas? I will give it a go. Okay, we'll speak to you end of March. Get down to work. Cheers, Tom. Thanks for tuning in, mate. Speak to you very soon. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thanks. Bye-bye.
There we go. So what what am I doing my Wednesday morning? Oh, I'm bullying people into crocheting me things. What about you? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. Welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show right here on Absolute Radio, where we were set a challenge by the lovely folk at Thoughtful.com, the online greetings card marketplace. We're all about supporting independent designers. And the challenge was who could design and market the best Valentine's Day card. Would it be us, The Breakfast Show, or Bush and Ritchie, a.k.a. The Home Time Show? Head online to absoluteradio.co.uk right now to see our designs and cast your all-important vote. Please do vote for breakfast. And for making your mark online, well, you could win £2,000. Once again, don't vote for Home Time, vote for us. Now, you may have heard Bush and Ritchie's card mascot, Roy Pak Choi. That all seems good and well and Roy, good on ya. But uh, no, because... I've done a bit of digging. I've managed to speak to some of Roy Pak Choi's friends. They were all willing to come forward and tell me all about Mr. Choi, as long as I kept their anonymity intact. And, um, well, here's what they had to say about him, Exhibit A. Roy Pak Choi used to work for me, and he was one of the best employees I had, and I had no idea he was a skiver. Then one day in about 2003, he called in sick, I believed him, turned on the telly, there he was, sat in the front row of Trisha, didn't even try to hide his face, <laughs> sacked him on the spot. <laughs> so, Roy Pak Choi. Hmm. So he's, he's lying to his employers, that's, that's not a good thing. Oh, it gets worse, listen to Exhibit B. I used to think Roy Pak Choi was a mate, you know, he got on well with my wife as well. Bit too well, if you ask me. She always had a soft spot for the more vegetable lads. I'd often catch her in the aisle of Tesco's iron up the cabbages. Sure enough, one day, just ran off with him. I always thought it wasn't too bad looking, but you just can't compete with the leafy greens. Oh, Roy, Roy, Roy. What a dark, dark web you weave, my vegetable friend. So, yes, um, skiving off work, stealing people's partners, and uh, it gets even worse. I've known Roy for years, and I can tell you, secretly, he's absolutely unable to consolidate all of his loans into one easily manageable monthly repayment. (laughs) (laughs) And there we go, he cannot consolidate his loans. Mr Choi doesn't sound so savoury and fun, does he? Not the kind of thing you want to give on a card to the person you're supposed to love the most. You don't want Mr Choi in your lives. Go to absoluteradio.co.uk. You could win £2,000, all thanks to thoughtful.com. Don't vote Choi, vote Berry. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. And that's it for your Wednesday morning. Thank you very much indeed for tuning into the show. If you want to get in touch, well, we're always accepting your cool badges. We do it every Wednesday morning. We did again today. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. If you want to get ahead of the curve slightly, well, tomorrow is when we have your apologies, corrections and clarifications. So if you feel you need to make one of those, once again, it's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. I'd love to have you on the show. So we leave you with the podcast (laughs) and there's only one name it can have. And that is, <clears throat> I know you, Mark. There you go. That's the one you're looking for. Uh, know this. Myself oh, and the yeah. team will be back tomorrow, 6 a.m. Stay safe, stay entertained. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.